the thing, it could like literally be either of them. Both of them seem equally plausible to me. Like one guy. I'm maintaining this is a Jekyll Hyde situation, right? Possibly, or possibly more. Like one one guy working at Facebook, Facebook engineer or whatever, doing possibly anything, considering what that whole thing is. And on the other hand, we've got America's leading LinkedIn coach. I mean, both of those guys could have been involved in the occult underground 15 years ago um, and be exposing it through the back door of the feds, the old John Tynes website, which is the WikiLeaks of its time. Well, okay, if you're Um, working for Facebook, you're basically working for the feds. They're so closely involved with each other. Maybe he wasn't at the time. Maybe he wasn't at the time. Maybe that's a. Yeah. We talked about this. People be like, um, people getting picked Tynes up. Tynes probably like, has ins in Facebook. You know, before he was working for the Wizards, he was at Microsoft. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's hard to tell what this guy because there's the fact that there's two of them. One of them being associated with Facebook. One of them being associated with LinkedIn. I mean, it's rule of three. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have like the Facebook is sort of the ego, right? It's who you present to the outside world. As, like, your best self to your peers, right? LinkedIn is, like, the superego, right? That's, like, that's your higher self. That's, like, who you want to be to your boss. That's you specifically putting yourself in a box because that's what Hmm. recruiters like. They like someone that's like, okay, I know exactly what this guy's like. I know how to slot him into our company culture. And that implies there's a third one, which has to be Twitter, I think. Yeah. No, I'm thinking, like, the ego, ego, super ego, and id. Twitter's pure id. Twitter's pure fucking id. Anyway, anyway, that might be... Well, with Ted Pro and three persons, which is the situation... Ted Pro and three persons. Here. All three of the Ted Pros. The Twitter, the LinkedIn, and the Facebook Ted Pro. All have been split apart. But once they were mighty and filled with occult knowledge... They were operating between, what, 2006 and like 20... No, 2004 and 2014... Yeah, no, these guys are pl- prolific. These guys are prolific back on the old Unnatural Phenomena site. Well, that was when it was. That was before it was Unnatural Phenomena. That was when it was the the John Tyne site. The thing is with Bill and Three Persons, uh, persons and um, Bill and Three Parts or whatever. There's Maria and Three Parts and Bill and Three Persons, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Now I'm not as familiar with Maria and Three Parts because I haven't. Ted and Three read it Profiles. Ted and Three Profiles. That's a that's there the best. <laughs> that's there we go. Ted and Three Profiles. It might be that he flew too close to the sun, found out something he shouldn't know, and someone got to him. Not necessarily John Tynes, but someone he yeah. No, adepts um, get tapped sometimes. Adepts get tapped. They're so like, hey, you know, you're you're letting out some pretty uh, some pretty need to know information. But hey, we should get you a real cushy job at Facebook if you're interested. And if you're interested, like, oh, well, well you... some very bad things can happen to you. Oh. You like posting things online, do you? Well. <laughs> you like posting, <laughs> do you now? <laughs> and now we and like he's been stuck in this situation because he's um like the competition isn't around anymore and the human eternal's too busy. So mm-hmm. and Pavlov just wants to kill everything. And this explains why the LinkedIn guy is also like vaguely associated with Zooms. Like Zoom is more of the superhero as well. So it oh, makes yeah. you wonder. No, like, that's a very else? cultivated yeah. version of yourself. Yeah, no, there's a lot, there's a lot uh, to unpack there, but we don't really going to get too far into the into the no ten, the, the, the Ted, Ted Pro mythos. mythos is <laughs> labyrinthine, and we just do not have time to cover that in the same episode as what we'd like to cover. He's, because there's so much um, material that was revealed, exposed, if you will, that we're going to have to choose uh, from a rather interesting, diverse collection of uh, mathematical uh, magical mysteries. 
some things I've noticed. Someday we will like, go oh, on a magical shit. mystery tour, but for now we're yes. just making one stop. Uh, until until we can get all three Ted pros on, because if 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 only one agrees, it would be unfair. We need all three. Um, no, otherwise it'd be biased, right? We are nothing if not fair and diligent journalists here on thirty three point three FM. Although, if we only got one, and one did agree to go on, we'd have to choose. If it was the Facebook guy, and he's the ego, then we'd have to take the roles of the id and the superego respectively to make All right, we can draw lots. Yeah, we can draw lots. I don't mind. So one of us is just yelling at him, and one of them is is telling, no, you should do Don't tell him that. Don't say that. Don't be like, don't act like that. What an interview that would be. The best interview strategy. Good cut, bad cut. Oh my god, that, that's what Put Cup Back Up is. It's Eco, Super Eco, and Id. Could be. Oh no. Yeah, honestly, shit. <laughs> what a revelation. What a revelation. Pressing All right. you on your conscious, pressing you on your fight or flight instincts. Yeah, no, that checks yeah. out. Uh, if only Freud wasn't totally full of shit, because he has a lot of fun categories that he has readily prepared for us to use. Well, he didn't, he didn't know that he lived in a 100% Jungian universe. Yeah, I mean, maybe no, like, I, like, I can't hold that against him and say, "Well, Young was a student." You know, this was sort of a this is sort of a Socrates Plato situation. Maybe there's a never when I want I wonder what a never when person from the universe where Freud was entirely right is like. Where's my mom? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! All right, so what are we going to cover um, from the? Well, era? you brought um, this to my attention before we realized just how deep this rabbit hole goes. You are scrounging around on the good old, well, old, in air quotes, a natural phenomena site, looking for something interesting to cover, and you found yes. Ascendant Cuckoldry. Yes, I did. Yes. I did. And Cold this is a, actually a pretty interesting little minor school here. I was surprised. Yes. Uh, you know, yes. it's spicy, it's a bit of edgy, it kind of taps into some of the darker parts of the human mind, like really any good adept school should. And often one of those things that we kind of tend to ignore, either because we just take it as a given, or because we don't really want to confront it. Exactly, because it does tie into some very deep, sort of, um, dare I say it, Chthonian, uh, Apollonian problems um, that are faced by everyone. But it's also quite specific in terms of it. Uh, this magic school does operate in terms of transgression of yes. accepted public norms and in a way that might have been it maybe it's an old school or it's, it's like i could see mcgeekians and quirks using similar magic popping up throughout history because cuckoldry yeah. has a long and very deep uh storied resonance storied history yes. a storied history bowl and you're bringing up something about turtles there's like a lot of symbols especially animal symbols okay. interestingly wrapped up okay in all this. do you know more you know more about the the western stuff uh for that like the bull what, what is the deal with the bull's horns well, I don't actually know. I was kind of, I've always been kind of curious about that. Like, the first thing that comes to mind is sort of the Minotaur, right? You know, Zeus yeah. taking the form of the bull. Uh, I don't even, I think it's Agamemnon's daughter that, you know, and it, it is consensual. This is apparently an extremely beautiful bull that Agamemnon's daughter decides to sire the child of. That's where the Minotaur comes from. But, you know, I'm, the cuckold is a term, I only know it going back to Shakespeare. So it's mm. definitely not like Homeric this, old, right? No, I'm sure. Like, I, with, like what I know from like the like the modern idea of the cuckold, it does come from more, you know, like a fifth, like 16th century kind of thoughts. Like, although it has a deeper, much deeper. Well, meaning, literally, like, where it comes from is a bird, right? The cuckoo, and that was yeah. that ties in with the whole sexual anxiety that the incels get into. Of oh my yeah. god. 
I'm raising another man's child, how horrible and cucky that is. The whole my wife's son fucking thing, yeah. Yes. That history of the cuckoo as like a, 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 a subject of horror. I mean, hell, um, that, yeah, that goes way back. an object back. of Fuck, horror, rather. Um, is something- in a sense, that's in love, some Lovecraft stories. It's kind of in Shadow of Innsmouth in a way. It's definitely in Curse of Yig. Oh, absolutely. But it also links in with like Old Fae, like the whole The Changeling and things like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, The Changeling. It wasn't just a way for them to deal with how uncomfortable it was for them having neurotypical children. No, no. Because they, people have never and will never make up crazy bullshit because they can't deal with having neuroatypical children. I don't know what came first, actually. The Minotaur or I, the cuckold bull symbol? I, I'm not sure, actually. I'm not sure, because it does seem to be linked with... Uh, from what I'm finding out, it's a bit of a mystery where it came from. It might be the link to of bulls with strength, power, and supremacy and their procreative vigor. Yeah. Um, especially bullfights. There's a symbol of virility yes. there. And that, yeah, yeah. And that interestingly ties like, oh no, here comes, here comes Paglia coming back because I'm just like, hmm, in, in ancient Manoa. thompson has <laughs> been reading sexual persona recently. <laughs> you want to shut, fucking shut up about it. it it's relevant to everything. <laughs> um... Now, it does say, uh, on this source I'm reading, it does say... Oh, God, is this making you walk back on your stance on gendered archetypes? Ooh, d- not necessarily. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Um, that's a good question. Right, maybe, well, we can discuss that a little bit. Maybe there's only two gendered archetypes. <laughs> One is, I don't know. Um, the Aphelodian and the, and, the, and the Chthonian. Maybe, I don't know. That's, that's, a, that's an interesting topic. Would we have our, like, seven-hour, like, discussion is Thompson rants about gender and there's two archetypes the messenger and the cave oh yeah Ooh. all right but what's actually interesting about this write-up we got here is this takes back to 06 and what you see in like sort of little blurb at the start is the other woman parentheses or other man as magical parasite that's very interesting to me because this is sort of having the assumption of the one doing the cuckolding the one who cucks as a woman and this predates a lot of like sort of the current zeitgeist the current idea of the cuckold as the ultimate symbol of failed masculinity by a decade and it's coming at it from a very different angle as a result which i think is pretty interesting like you see in this write-up a lot of the assumptions are that this is a whoever is channeling this minor school is a woman seducing a man away from his wife yes which is so far removed from the idea that most people think of when they hear the idea of cuckold, you know, 15 years down the line. That's true. I'm sorry, I got slightly distracted by the sound of Brian Cranston in the back of my head saying, I am the one who cucks. Um, who do you see when you see him? I am the bull, Skylar. I am the one who cucks. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But no, like, this is, this is a... It's sort of a window to the past where, you know... This was before the term cuck was even really a thing. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm sure it was used as a it probably was abbreviation for cuckold before. But yeah, not nearly to the degree it is now. Because it, it, mer- it like many things, it emerged from pornography with the uh, in- increased yes. uh, like public awareness of the cuckold, the cuckoldry fetish. Not, not just through pornography, but um, through just, just the general zeitgeist. So this school... It couldn't even be called a school. It seems to me to have been something that was likely 
it was likely on the on the uh, on the turn from probably a quirk or a McGeekian. Possibly he'd been starting to teach, and maybe it had been multiple. Like usually, this sort of thing happens. Like I know the feds did d detail, um, even though they didn't like talking about it that much. Even though I think it's a lot more important than they like to believe. One thing about the war game is they do they talk a, a big game about like postmodern magic, but there's like a very strong modernist through line, which I am suspicious of. And I think in the real world, there are a lot of a lot more weird adepts, and they do admit it. They do have it with yeah. the with the the rules to like make your own adept school rules. The whole Omega system thing seems more like a conceit for game balance than any sort of reflection of how things actually work. Yes, right? yes, and I understand uh, that. I get that to a certain that. degree. Yes, yeah, and no, like I totally agree with you that like that's sort of a modernist through line, specifically because charges can be traded between different adept schools or even to people that aren't passing magic at all, yeah. right? That's this very strong transactional modernist bend of things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe it works for a worse game, I don't know, but I'd figure if it was really postmodernist, all these charge values would be entirely relative. Yep, yep. One adept's charges can't be transferred to another adept's charges like it's, you know, a fucking $10 bill. Yeah, it would be because... You can't trade these things, you can't hand them off. It's like, okay, I, I have this power because I... Believe these acts are powerful. What do you mean? What do you mean, Omega rating? I've got a Sigma rating. I agree. Like, it doesn't make much sense. Like, no, it does make sense. Like, with some of the charging, uh, the, the kind of rituals that allow you to exchange charges, it does kind of link into some ideas that are very Apollonian, sort of modernist um, ideas about that are, have been included in Book 3 about mesons and, like, the side, like, whether or not magic can be like, turned into science, and it's presented in a way, it's like, aha, not really. But you know they're kind of pushing it. They're pushing it subliminally. They're trying to, like... Well, and think about, like, you know, like, a lot of the rituals that are out there that are allowing for charges to be transferred, right? Yep. Stuff so like possible. the stuff that Mac Attacks does, yes, right? Yes, exactly. Those have a strong basis in the symbology of business that's right the symbology of trade the symbology of like this tribe meets this yes. tribe and if they're not going to fight what are they going to do they're going to they're going to trade and you, what do you, you what can you trade they're going to trade like you can trade power you can try everything that they're going to trade is something that the people it, trade began between tribes because the other tribe had something that they didn't have so that's how it works symbolically i think or you could trade partners. Ah, and how we and here we go back to the ascended cockledry once again. But yeah, then so, that would be something. Yeah, different. all this is very old stuff. Yes, all this is very very old, right? Yes. Though I do think that's probably developed into a larger magic school since then, like a proper adept school. Course, yeah. But you know, I think there's been people getting like it's a, it's just a very symbolically resonant act. So there's obviously been people getting magical charges off this back into the modern and pre-modern days of magic, mm -hmm. right? I mean, fuck, you look... There's a ton of sex rituals. If you look at, like, actual... If you look at, like, you know, shit you see in Thelema and any other, like, sexual magic traditions, there's a lot of stuff there where it's like, oh, right, part of this sex magic component is at least one of these parties is married, but the person they're having sex with isn't their spouse. Yeah. I mean, it's... You know, this ties into the Red Woman and all that sort of shit, But it right? also the is... a Divine whore, Crowley had issues with a woman. Well, the thing is, oh my God. what's the difference in when in you're comparing it to, say, for example, 
um, like sort of partner swapping key parties or even like pre-modern sort of like codified like exchange of like sexual partners with yeah. tribes, like different tribes met because it was quite codified in cultural things in uh, pre-modern societies where like to they would be they would make it they'd make a whole ritual of it like um, people from like the men of one tribe would do like a crazy still dance. make rituals out yeah of it. it's out of the world it's like that and it, the car keys are a powerful symbol keys. that's a symbol of freedom right yeah there. ask any viaturge yeah, ask uh, well ask Alex Abel about that we'll get into him later <laughs> oh that's cold that's fucking cold <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just. I'm trying to. I'm trying to wake him up. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. We've dodged the new Inquisition a couple times before. We're not too worried about him at this point. At, the, at this point, I'm just trying to jolt him back to awareness, just so they provoke him. In. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. We miss you, Alex. We miss you, Alex. It's like a Jerry without his Tom that's at right. this it's point. So you know? terrible. Yeah. What, what would Jerry do without a Tom? Um, well, that's a whole. That's a whole like symbology rabbit hole I haven't even considered, but let's get back to this. But this is, okay, how this is different from that sort of thing is because uh, Ascended Cockholdry is so much, it's not just about sex, it's also about commitment and specifically the public affirmation of commitment through the ritual of marriage, through the institution of marriage. And legal, legal, legal commitments legal are commitment. a big part of this yes. school in an interesting way. Yes. Yes, and it's 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 not just religious and ritualistic. It's legal. This is the eyes of society and the state. Because yeah, Nietzsche, Nietzsche said that God is dead, and who has replaced God? It's the state, um, in many cases. And so, in this marriage sanctified in the light of the state, um, that is the center of the transgression. So, any previous forms of cuckoldry-based magic were probably more, or even like some like variant schools that exist in more traditional parts of the world. They are probably much more linked with religion, uh, while this school is very yes. much a product of the secular world. Um, and also some things in the secular world which are considered sacred, but not sacred like for any... They're not really sacred based on religion anymore. They're just sacred because of culture and, the, and, and law. Yeah, I mean, I mean, fucking, you know, it, it's a historical, but look at the whole idea of prima nocta, mm -hmm. right? This idea that, like, okay, divine right of God, divine right of kings grants you right to, you know, sleep with a newlywed wife before her husband does. And how true that sort of is? I mean, there's lots of, like... No, it's a totally ahistorical, but that idea is still there in the popular consciousness that God can grant you the right and freedom to sleep with someone before even their spouse. If you if you you don't want to be the follower of a true king who I follows mean, this look shit. At, look at the story of Christ. It's a grand case of divine cuckoldry. <laughs> yes, that's that's actually a good point. That is a very good point. There's your major charge. Um, uh, yes, it is a divine. It's a case of divine cuckoldry. We're getting real spicy with this recording. That's a good point. But and that makes it more interesting that. Actually, that means that maybe I'm not, I'm a bit wrong because it has to have some links to religion, at least religious faith. But nowadays, it's. Uh, well, as things have gone postmodern, yeah. right? Like, mm -hmm. we have rituals, but we don't have any spirituality behind them. It's kind of the whole point. We don't have any official spirituality. So just... We don't have any stated spirituality. There's no, always no. spirituality. No, there's always spirituality there, but yeah, it's not inherently part of it. And, you know, there's plenty of adepts that are figure out ways to square the circle of their adept school with Christian theology or Buddhist theology or Islam or Judaism or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, anagram geomatria, like that comes out of a very Judaic tradition. Yeah. But, uh, but it's a transgression it. it's of it. Like, it's, not it's like a transgression yes. of 
like what Geometria is supposed to be. Um, and that's how it works in a postmodern sense. But it's fucked up and weird. And it's like, yeah, it's wrong. And this, in a way, yeah, I can see the link to this because it also is a transgression of the sacred and that's where they get their power from. But it's more than that. It's also the transgression of like really strong emotional barriers and it taps into some deep sexual anxiety um, that affects lots of people even if they... Like in, in many ways, in different ways um, yeah. for different people, but it's, it's hard to say that this is completely... These are universal fears in not, in not the sense that everyone has them, but they can turn up everywhere. They turn up pretty much all over the place in yeah. at least agricultural yeah. societies. So, And above all else, it's about breaking commitment, I think. And you see that in the taboo where it, you lose all your charges if you enter into any indefinite term contract, mm-hmm. like marriage, permanent employment, mm-hmm. or like even, hell, a newspaper subscription without an expiration date. Well, this is the taboo. Let's, let's, so let's go into the nitty-gritty of what's interesting about Ted Pro is even though this is clearly he's been on the ground, in the occult underground, but he has had the wherewithal knowing the influence of the, the Fed manuscript... Um, the publicly yeah. released documents, even though they are flawed and don't tell the whole truth, they do provide a very useful structure for grokking this sort of thing. And so he has used the charge to boot blast model. Yeah. And say what you will about Mr. Times. He did do a wonderful thing by giving platform to this sort of discussion and occult speculation. So That's credit right. words do. That's right. Credit words do. That's you're right. a fed, but you're one of the better ones. Well, that's even though, like, even the um, the the occult, even the mainstream feds do that with uh, taking advantage of crowdsourced intelligence and things like yes. that. Yes, yeah. Times is just ahead of the curve. Of course, he was. He always was. Yeah. But okay, so we've kind of covered the taboo here, and this is a minor school, so that means we don't, at least in this write up here, we don't have significant or major charges or any significant formula spells. As of it's as of two thousand six, as of two thousand six, it was. But Fifteen years ago, things change. Yeah, as the perception of cuckoldry has changed, and like I know, well, back in 06, I I didn't really have the figure of the cuckold in my no. uncon. I don't think it was like really uh, something that a lot of people thought about a whole lot. Right? It would you know, have been. I don't remember if I like. I would have known the word, but it would have been associated with just. I would have known the definition and had not much. Yeah. Of a like, there wouldn't be much emotional reaction. I would have read it in a book. Yeah, about, oh, like, that's what it is. Everyone has concerns about their significant other cheating on them or being attracted to other people. I think that's pretty universal. But mm. this idea of avoiding being a cuckold—it's not even like this is a act of betrayal. It's oh god, I have failed as a person if I. If this happens to me, right? Oh, because the sack on masculinity, and especially the like, the sort of incel masculinity yes. um, that was why, and it's for like cuck becoming a snarl word. It was it it only made sense to people who thought of cuckoldry as like the worst possible thing you could ever suffer. Oh my god, you're like and, and thinking like that loss of masculinity, perceiving that becoming that person as being some as being a just a devastating loss of masculinity that would make you. Less, less than anything. It did. It was more. It was. It was a projection, but it was interesting. It worked very well, I think, as a snarl word when it was first introduced because it was a. It was new and weird, and people didn't know what it meant. And also, just linguistically, cuck. I mean, it it, it has some strength. No, on it, like cuck. It has that. Yeah. Has that punch of just a single syllable. Yes. Yes, and, you, and, that, yeah. and the contempt, it's got like, and I, I'm a big fan of like just analyzing these style words like this. Hard C's are kind of like S's. It's so easy to throw that contempt in the end of it, that disgust. 
Yes, and they would. It wouldn't have been if it had been if it had been shortened as cold or like with a K. It wouldn't work. No. You're cold. No, no it doesn't no. work. No, no, no strength to that. Cuck. That's how you get it. Cuck. And so it worked very effectively, especially when I would, like people didn't really know what it meant uh, or like were like only vaguely aware. It's like holy shit, what the hell is that? That sounds. That's a. That was a good Star Wars. It was like a good attack. But it's also very silly. It's intensely silly. <laughs> it pairs really well with the rise of nationalism in the United States again, right? Because it's sort of this association between the nation and your woman, right? That, oh, by having open borders. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't think of it that way. All right. All right. And because that Well, you be... can see this a ton in like old nationalist political cartoons where there's like all these notions of like the swarthy Italian masses coming oh, in and seducing your woman. And 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 it's depicted from across as like the, from across the Atlantic. And it's depicted as like the Statue of Liberty but like with a single tear running down her. Well, that her or she's like bent over or something, you know, that's sort of yep. shit. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like that sort of yeah, that mentality. I think now that makes sense because I've seen those kind of especially that that kind of depictions, like especially in like political cartoons, is quite old. Especially when like the whole like um, personification of the nation as a woman that needs to be protected, and like the oh, that is actually really good. I didn't think of that before. That's interesting symbolically. Well, mm. it's it tends to be what you have when like you have an empire really reaching its height. And that the idea, like, sort of the symbol of the nation switches from, like, a masculine military figure going out exploring and conquering new lands to a nurturing mother. Yeah, this, this actually makes sense. This actually makes a lot of sense. Um, didn't you have that friend, that, that guy that you didn't, you couldn't figure out, like, what his, like, his magic was because he'd just go, like, north to Canada and, like, fuck the ground and come back? Maybe this is his thing. <laughs> He did have some very strange opinions on Canadian politics. Holy shit, I think you might have hit the nail on the head there. That's right, that's right. He's like, yeah, he was trying to cuck Justin Trudeau. <laughs> and I'm not sure if it worked, but we'll see. Yeah, I haven't heard from Jock in a while. Yeah, well, to be fair, um, if any Canadian's going to be doing that, it's going to be a Quebecois. That's true, that's true. Well, that would be the other way around. It would be like the Canadian would come to the US, dig a hole in the ground and fuck it, and then drive back. He'd be like, ha-ha, got you, America. Actually, probably a lot of people do. Well, that. remember, Quebecois often think of themselves as separate from. Oh, that's interesting. Canada, so. That's interesting. So it could be like a in within the Canadian occult underground, there could be like this particular offshoot of ascended, like national cuckoldry <laughs> or transnational cuckoldry. That uh, oh no, this is that that's that's a whole. He new may have just hole. like <laughs> fucking the ground. Jacques was yeah, a weird true. dude. That's true. Maybe it was just I don't know. Yeah. Who he knows, did like, say to me once that he kind of thought of Mother Earth as kind of a MILF, so... There you go, that could be. And that could be another thing. Maybe it was a combination, because I'm, I, I... There's got to be a lot of um, variations on, like, occulted Freudianism, which has become ground-fucking. There's probably quite a few adepts that just fuck the ground for dairy Well, no, the Chthonian, right? The Chthonian! The Chthonian all this that's bullshit right. you're bringing up. That's right. What that's is right. more Chthonian... Then digging a hole in the ground and sticking your dick in it. That's right. That's right. They call it. They call it a lightning strike. He always can't call it planting a seed. So maybe maybe oh, yeah, that, that, varies based yeah. on the vernacular. Well, that's it. That's how it works. That's how the the, the, the formula spells. They have to like plant the seed and it grows into something. And they can well, no, it. yeah, that's the thing. I think he was involved with like some tree planting charity. So 
Oh yeah, and then you could like you could get shit from the the, the fruit, <laughs> the fruit. Recultivating the forest, one ground fuck at a time. He needs to get to California. Is what he needs to do. Well, that's a whole new. Um, I was I was gonna say rabbit hole, but I probably shouldn't. So let's just avoid it. Let's get back to ascended cuckoldry. See this. This is why this instead of descended so cuckoldry. Of course, as above, so below. Yes, of course. It's alchemy. It all comes together. Oh, it all comes down to alchemy and fucking. That's the same shit. Um, it's all chemicals, dude. That's right. There's your all philosopher's right. stone right there. As I was saying ten minutes ago, let's talk about it in terms of the of the of the war game, uh, charging taboo and such forth to generate a minor charge. Uh, which was the only available charge at the time that was uh, known by um, the scholar Ted Pro. Have consensual sex with a married person of either sex. This must be forbidden in the marriage. Open marriages and separated couples give you no power. The particular sex acts you perform are irrelevant as long as it's adulterous. You can only gain one charge per partner per day. Well, so this this has a lot of interesting wrinkles to it that I'd like to... Kind of get into here, because one, adulterous is very much in the eye of the beholder in a way, right? Yes, that's why open marriage like, doesn't count. Well, but not just that, like, you know, some people might consider, you know, just having dinner with some with your wife to be adultery. You know well, what that, I mean? That would be some Like, the, a notion what? of what a sex act even is, there's not a hard line there, right? Some people, that, in some cases, it might just be like, okay, if you make out with the wife, or even, like, kiss... That could be considered adultery in some circles, or even fuck, hold like, their hand. The real sick shit. It needs that. There needs to be. I don't know. I think it's sex because, like, that has the most power. Uh, I think it would be higher. I agree, but you know, like then, then you start to get into the sort of the question of what is real sex. You know, mm, I think and that's a big old thing. It, it might be relevant to. It might relate to the people, to the couple that the ascended cuckold yeah. is preying on. And I think that that might be a strategy that some cuckolds go for. Isn't there like the whole, um, oh, what's his face, um, old vice president Pence, not like not being alone with a, another woman um, unless his wife's yes. there. Like that kind of yeah. attitude could open up doors for an ascended cuckold to, they don't have to have sex, they could just like uh, seduce a woman into having a, like a conversation in another room and that counts. But I think those are very much edge cases and probably like on the verge of like, McGeekian almost. Um, but I think it's possible. I mean, if nothing else, then... Well, it kind of depends, too, because there's definitely relationships where it'd be like, yeah, now, I'm fine with you sleeping with another man, but if you kiss another man, ooh, ooh, you've crossed a line, you know? Now that... Okay, now I'm, I'm off it again, because now I'm thinking of, like, because we were discussing before the show, um, or in a different reality, about how this could work with polyamorous couples um, or polycules because yeah. of how it affects like people in a polycule it is still a committed relationship like often um, and there are rules within like a, a polyamorous relationship um, that might be like a polyamorous relationship might, might is not necessarily open it might be closed very structured on the inside and now but this so you could have ascended cucks who would also prey on polycules and they would like if, if someone was like, um, someone was by, or like, there had to be someone by in this thing, but like, or not necessarily, but if someone, if there were, if the things were correct, where, where an ascended cuckold could sleep, 
uh, illicitly with every single member of a polycule. That's that's some charges right there. That's some minor charges. Oh yeah, right up. Well, there. yeah, that's the thing. Like, okay, if everyone in the polycule is like, all right, none of you guys can sleep with this guy in particular. He's too toxic. But then privately, all, all of it. them are still sleeping with him anyway, right? Yep, yep. And it could even work. And even- I think that kind of gets to the core of this school, and that the sex is sort of a means to an end of transgressing upon commitment though i mean you do need to be married you do need That's to be thing. married that and is the important. fact that the, the taboo being linked to uh like public commitment makes me think yes. that what we're talking about are only edge cases and probably not the main school as it's developed i think it might be possible for an individual like um variant ascended uh cuckold to cuckold? A, yeah yeah to charge off like on one case uh, like polycules, or in another case, extremely conservative sort of um, communities. But I think they're variant yeah. cases, and I think because with the main school, the the taboo is you lose all charges if you enter into any indefinite term contract, which includes marriage, permanent employment, or even a newspaper subscription without an expiration date. That'll spoil your magic. Fixed duration contracts are fine as long as the duration is a year or less. If you break taboo, you can't generate new charges until all indefinite contracts have been terminated, which suggests there is an element. This does tie into um, how things are seen in the eyes of the state. And polyamorous relationships, no matter how committed they are, aren't, aren't which, recognized Oh, God, by this the ties state. in back with the nationalism thing. Yep, it could, yeah. It, and that's probably where that where, where the national cuckoldry came in. For example, like the other example of like what is commit like commitment or like what is what is constitutes what constitutes commitment may be different for different couples. But if you are if during divorce proceedings you couldn't bring up oh she had dinner with this guy as evidence yeah. of anything, but you could bring up yeah. oh she slept with this guy, and uh, because that is yeah. because sex in the state. Are part of this, um, not necessarily because the state is important or the sex is important. Well, it is, but it's these are. It's a transgression. It's of official a public transgressions. Yeah. Yes, official transgressions. Well, I think that you is, can. I think if you, there's a romantic commitment, then that can still be brought to the court and considered something maybe, like, uh, maybe. reasonable grounds for divorce. And you know, it kind of depends too, right? Like, um, it has to be marriage. I think it seems like, but. Is that coming from sort of the ritualistic power of marriage religiously or in the eyes of the state? Like, um, you know, a Catholic marriage versus a state marriage are very different things. I could see an ascended cuckold setting up some sort of deal where they coerce the group, the couple they're involved with to get hitched so they can start charging off them. Yeah, that could work. That's that's like strategy. That's that's tactics. Yeah, that makes sense. But I'm thinking, like, with these variant schools, we're already talking about variants, so we haven't even gotten the real into the, like, I'm thing. I'm saying variant. I don't think these are any variants necessarily, even. I think you know? they I'm are, just kind of because I the think, boundaries here. I think that, like, what would make them variants would be the fact that, like, because with this school, as described on a natural phenomenon, I think the a lot of the symbolic tension is in the, 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 the sex commitment and the state. And if you were to, like, damage, like, remove one of those like aspects or like alter it, um, you'd have to replace it with something. So for example, if there was an ascended cuckold that was able to charge off just like planting a seed of like an adulterous thought into a religious person's mind, that would they'd have to tie religion into it more. 
um, yeah. for them to charge properly, and they probably charge slightly differently. While the polycool like example, some an ascended cuckold who would charge off a po- off a polyamorous committed couples would have to bring in something which brings in that symbology, some 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 spice to that, right? Um, yes. It could be, um, yeah, it could be like. Managing like charging off fucking an entire poly- polycule, but they should they all banned you. That might work, um, especially if you were like they banned you for like a very specific reason. I don't know there would be a different spice to make. There need you need to balance the dish somehow. The dish needs to be balanced. Well, and this is even excluding you know places where group marriage is legal for whatever reason. Yeah, very few places like they could be if you if there's an ascended cuckold in like Mormon territory in the mid 19th century, maybe. Maybe, but it's or if it's like um, well, and this ties know, into is the is it more sanctity of marriage as a religious institution or state institution? Because yeah, there's still um, sects of Mormonism that within their own sure. their you know fringe sects and they aren't doing anything illegal, but they still mm. practice um, polygamy. It's just not legally backed. It's purely did ritualistic. Did you ever watch Big Love, the TV show? I did not. It's pretty. It was like yeah, it was like it was. It's quite a good show. I liked it actually. This like it had a weird sort of magical realism edge onto this whole like suburban secret Mormon uh, polygamy drama that they had. Okay, going. That sounds it's really worth, interesting. Yeah, it's it's worth it's worth checking out actually. So there's a lot of directions you can go in this school, and I think you know, I think any good adept school has, in at least one of its charging methods, a couple like. Implied edge cases, you know? Of course, and then, of course, as we'll see them and try to exploit the fuck out of them. That's right, that's right. Because the feds, they want to, the feds want to push this whole idea that, like, even though they, they say they're postmodernists, they've got, like, they kind of push the whole magic as a science, like, implicitly. Yeah. But magic, magic is an art. Magic's Chthonian, motherfuckers! Uh, <laughs> with the well, I mean, all this ultimately comes down to interpretation of the game master, right? None of this is a hard science. It's all GM adjudication. And what is the GM? What does GM stand for if not grandmother? (laughs) That's right. That's right. We've spoken on the crone, and I know we have different opinions, but let's not get involved with that. But yes, the grandmother of the group. And I don't mean that as one word. I mean that as literally grandmother. Oh, no. Great mother. Also appropriate. Terrible mother. Oh no. What's well, TM? That's different. <laughs> I, I feel Paglia coming back. Oh come on, get away, Paglia. Not no. now. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like this for six months, dude. I've been here before. I know how it goes. That's right. We'll get yeah. over it, but this is just gonna be how you think for a good a good while. Uh, well, it could be worse. It could be worse. Um. All right. So let's look at the blast. Yeah, let's look at the blast. I like this blast a lot, actually. It's very different from the usual blast, but I don't. It's so like obvious, but so like okay, a lot of kind of like the core of this school is moments of transitory passion and emotion causing you to make rash decisions involved with commitment, right? Yeah. And the blast ties into this, which is that when you target someone with this blast. The victim screams with sudden and frightening intensity. And, you know, yep. the nature of the shout depends on the current emotion. It could be anger. It could be ecstatic moans. It could be joy or tears or laughter. 
But whatever it is, as a result of this unnaturally loud shout, the victim's throat just hemorrhages. And yeah, they can't speak for above, speak above a whisper until, you know, it, it's, it's like after you've been screaming at a concert mm. all night, but times ten. Yeah, and so the attack silences, not completely, but silences partially the victim yes. of the blast, which is, I think, interesting. Uh, but it does kind of, like, I'm not sure what that signifies, but it does signify maybe the emotional effect that a... Someone, and I said it, cuckold is someone who, pre- like, is a predator on uh, contradictions within the commitment of marriage. And yes. it, it kind of... Um, and commitment in general. Yes. And that's the thing. It's because, like, the weaknesses of commitment is, like, when people break commitment, uh, especially marriage, is because when it becomes stifling, when it becomes... When the ground opens up and the and the vagina dentator of the Earth Mother seems revealed or seems that way, that's when people feel like they have to, like... <laughs> they have to act out and uh, you reclaim see their Mother individuality. stalagmites <laughs> exposed before you. Um... Because and that could be, that could work into spells and so and that's important because this ties into the next one like random magic, which I think it needs um needs more development. Um, so these are only some very brief sort of notes that you'll get on the field from like a correspondence, uh, a dishonorable correspondence, or as you would as you would um, random magic domain uh, immediate passion ascendant cuckoldry yeah. causes short term emotional outbursts. But there's a ton of themes here. There is. There's, let, me, let, me get, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. And temporarily suppresses long-term needs, and this is important because it's um, it is all about yeah, short-term gain, like to damage long-term. I mean, dubious needs. gain, even. It's just dubious like gain, yeah. you know, pure lizard brain craving. Yes. Yes. That's it. Uh, That's it. For a moment, overwhelming. You know, kind of the rational higher thought that you have in human humanity. I don't want to start dropping Freudian shit again. It's there, but also, like, themes that you're seeing a lot here are guilt, um, altered perceptions. This is probably why, you, with generating a minor charge, even if they're still married, separated couples give you no power. Because even yes. if they're still legally married, emotionally, they're separate. Um, so you need both. You need the commitment, the personal commitment to exist and also the legal recognition of the commitment. So if it's just a, like a, a common law marriage, but they haven't been married properly by the state, you can't charge off it. And if they're properly married, but they like don't live together or it's just a marriage of convenience or something like that, um, you can't charge off it. I've actually asked around a bit um, to see what's happening with this. And this does seem to have, since this was written, like we discussed, bloomed into a more fully realized proper adept school and what i was hearing in the grapevine and this seems to check out with one of the comments on this given by one moco is that significant charge for the ascended cuckold adept school as exists in the modern day is you need to be the cause of a divorce yes you need to not just have adultery happening you need to cause the permanent severance there and you only gain the charge when the papers are signed and my question here, what if they get back together? That's probably really bad mojo for the cuckold. Maybe, maybe, not necessarily. It depends, like, because they exist in, like, the moment, so it might not matter. Yeah. Like, once the, once the cuckold maybe. leaves... Yeah, that's a fair point, actually. They ramble they ramble Now, what might... There might yeah. be an alternate... Um, because it works, like, you can... Ch- you can 
you can't charge off open marriages or common law marriages or separated couples. And I'm, that, that having that thing, you need both. It might mean that there's another way you can de- you can um, get SIGs, which is to hmm. destroy a favorite relationship. But they're still married. That's interesting. That's because interesting. this would this would like re- reduce the omega a little bit. Not necessarily, not necessarily a lot because it would still be quite I difficult. Guess that. Makes yeah, sense. Because if you destroyed a marriage, but legally they can't break up or whatever, like for like if it becomes because of you, a happy or at least content marriage has become an unhappy marriage, or a, like a, with like like feelings of betrayal, and it's never quite the same. But they're staying together for the kids. That's probably worth a sig. If you're going to be this say... kind of bastard. I'd go the other angle in that you can split up any favorite relationship, but it needs to have some sort of legal backing. Like, I don't know that for that. If ma- you split for up, for me, that's too that's too that's too wishy washy. It should be because this is tonight tied so closely to marriage. That seems very anti to me. That's a variant Loki. Like I'm thinking, like all right, if you cause uh, two police partners, oh, to just break off from each other, that would get you a sick charge too. Something with actual legal backing. Because, you know, think most favorite relationships don't have actual legal backing. You know, that's... that's uh, The only other case, really, is when there's work that's somehow involved there, right? I know, I feel like I'm... Actually, I'm coming around to a bit, a bit now, more like that. Breaking up... That would make Ascended Cuckolds more... Maybe more interesting to play, because there'd be more different types of targets. And there's also... You wouldn't have to, like, implicitly be the worst person. <laughs> like, you could... Like, there are ways... Well, well, I'd say for minors, for minor charges, you'd still need to be... Yeah, maybe. ...having someone cheat on you. Well, no, cheat with you, excuse me. Cheat with you, yeah. That's right, that's right. Uh, and it couldn't work with, like, two police partners. Like, oh, you walked the beat with another cop? What the fuck, man? I My God. Was- <laughs> I don't even know you anymore, man. <laughs> Wouldn't quite work. Yeah, no, I like that. Keeping like, no, I, I know I do like that. Having the SIGs, like, uh, yeah, destroy a favorite relationship or, because that's still quite difficult. Um, yes. Cause a divorce or break off a favorite relationship. And I, I think it only has to be, you don't have to like do it. Uh, that could be two SIGs. I still think both. it should have those legal, I think it still needs to have those legal boundaries. I think, I think that's still important. I think both of the targets, it has to start off with the two, like, who, it doesn't matter who you're doing, like, who the target is that you're working yeah. on, but you have to just, like, they have to have mutual favorite relationships, and you only have to destroy one of them to get the charge. If you manage to destroy two, you get two charges, two SIGs. And this is kind of great as something to play in the war game with that charging method. Because it's like, all right, how, what's your method of charging? You just generate rivals all the time. Yep, yep. That's how you get SIGs. I just, how do I create SIGs? I create plot hooks for the GM. There you go. Yeah. No, that's, that, no I like it now. I like it now. Uh, having two different... Yeah, two, two ways to, ch- to get SIGs. Uh, they're still quite difficult, so it's still got a, a pretty... Like hefty. Well, if you have the legal ties, that's well. Mm, your wife or your husband doesn't necessarily, doesn't necessarily have to be your favorite. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, like it has to be. Probably should be, but it doesn't have to. I be. think. Yeah, I, I think breaking up a marriage, even if they don't have the favorite relationship going on, like causing a divorce, is still going to get yeah. you a sick because of its uh, the public. Like it is uh, a public statement of favoritehood, even if it's not your favorite. So here's my question then: If they're favorites and they're married, and you break that up. Do you double dip? I I'll allow it. You get two I'll, charges. Yes, yes, yes. And All it, right, yeah. And it, I would too. It, a maximum. You can get up to three. 
up to three from destroying well, a primary. And it means that you're specifically looking to fuck up really positive relationships. Yes, yes, yes. If that's how, if you're playing an ascended cuckold who operates in that manner, yes, um, yeah. yes. And you might, and it that's might one of the be. Things I like is that you know your mind swims with like fucked up schemes you can kind of have as long cons yeah. to have a yeah a regular means of getting charges. Yep. That makes sense. It makes sense. It could be. Like, for example, I could see now, thinking about it in this way, I could see how this could work more benevolently. For example, if there was a descended cuckold that targets... Um, it doesn't have to be a healthy relationship. Toxic it could, relationships? It could be toxic relationships, but they're still each other's favorite, but they probably shouldn't be. Like, that could be... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yes, exactly. Or that it, sort of shit. Or it could be somewhere in between. Like, for example, if an entire, like, a local occult underground was just completely dominated by a fucked up power couple. Um, like, oh my god. Imagine you, like, an, an ascended cuckold. Like, get, they'd get a major charge if they could break up the, uh, the Ryab. Remember the Ryab from 101? Like the twins. Oh god. That's Holy a major, shit. That's that, a deep cut. Yeah, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's deep cut, but I don't know whether I've been. That's good. Yeah, that's good though. That's fucking good. Shit. All right. Yeah. No, that's perfect. That's fucking perfect. So yeah, there you go. That's what is for the sigs and something that's getting presented as a major charge. That's interesting. Is the notion that to get a major charge, you cause the death of the person you are cuckolding. Yes through this. Well, not necessarily. The, the way it was described, and this was a Ted Pro um, idea that he had in the comments, which was, break up a marriage in a way that leads to the death of someone you sincerely and deeply love. Now, I like this as a major charge because it's, uh, it's, it's cost. Everything comes at a cost, and this is a big cost. And it also, it doesn't have to be the people. It can be like... Um, like, if you can break up a marriage and one of the consequences of you doing that is someone that you actually love dying then you get the, you get your major. Um, and I, I could see that happening accidentally a lot. Um, like the husband coming and finding the cuckold and trying to shoot him and he gets any, like, accidentally hits the, the bartender that what? he, the, the, the cuckold is actually in love with but never, like, oh, wants anything okay. remote. The, the bartender's in the room too? What? <laughs> well, not, not... Okay, they're at the bar. It's not just the bartenders there watching in the bedroom. <laughs> Maybe they are. <laughs> it's, it's quite the kink. That's quite the kink, Frank. Uh, no judgment. Uh, <laughs> only bartenders. It's only bartenders. I don't know why. I don't even know why, and frankly, I don't want to question it. I think is it is it because you like had a um, did you like have a very erotic experience watching The Shining, perhaps? <laughs> yeah, that might be it. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. No, uh, no. Oh, oh, this is. I know what this is. Ask my virginity watching The Big Lebowski. Oh, there we go. And this there ties in with the cowboy character. This ex- Perfect. This explains a lot about you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> that was your trigger event. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, that rug really tied the room together. That's all I can say. <laughs> all right. No, I like... No, I like... I think, like, there will be edge cases, as I mentioned. Well, in the cleanest way. I like this because the cleanest way to do... To have all this wrapped up nicely is to fall in love with who you're cuckolding. Yeah, this is this is something that probably cuckolds like it's it's and drive them to suicide. It's a dangerous game to play, but these guys are not. It, like being an ascended cuckold is probably not um, something you do if you're a sensible person trying to be an adept. But there's not many sensible people trying to be adept. So, yeah. Uh, um, 
It works out. I, I don't think most ascended cuckolds have a very uh, healthy vision of relationships. No, let's just no. say. Well, that's the thing. That the, the symbolic tension that's mentioned is that ascended cuckoldry holds stability and awe and contempt simultaneously, and that's what I think. And I love that. That's yeah. so good. It is. It's it, the paradox seems to be a commitment to non-commitment that's so overwhelming that you want to destroy commitment when you see it. Um, and I think that's very powerful uh, as, a, as a paradox. Yep. And this is where these guys, people are getting their, their magic from, their mojo. So this is a solid tool. This, is a, this, is a, this school is... I like, this, I like the, the paradox. This school's better than a, quite a few official schools. I'll say that much. I just thought of a really fucked up... I mean, wait. How would you do a school where the paradox is losing your charges? Well, that's a... That, or you gain charges by losing your charges. That's a that's, that's a real paradox right there. That's a meta shit. Like, oh god, no, that doesn't make. Well, I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> right? how do you get how do you get your major charge? I I I get a major charge for tabooing while I'm holding a major charge. What do you mean? <laughs> what is this? What is this? Some what is this? Some this some meta like this is some. Oh, this is some three. Di- this is some four dimensional shit. Oh, this is four dimensional. I don't know. This one. This is a great NPC. A guy that's an adept. That's like, yeah, no, this is how I. This is how I get my charges. They're like, wait, how the fuck? Does, what? How the fuck does it even work, dude? Don't worry about it. <laughs> and then at the end of the campaign, he casts a major charge. I don't know. Obviously, it does need some. I I like it as the thing that doesn't make sense because, like science, the occult underground is under no. Um, compulsion it's under no um... hey you guys want a paradox here i got a fucking paradox for you what's what's the quote what's the quote um uh oh fuck oh yeah no like like the like science uh, the, the occult underground is under uh, under no obligation to make sense to you so <laughs> yeah exactly that's what the feds haven't learned well that's how the feds always are they always try to put because it makes it predictable it makes it predictable in that way you can weaponize that's right and if something is unpredictable you can't really weaponize as Maison cab- cannons That's why they keep making the same mistakes. It goes back to the time staring at goats all the way through to Stolzian Tines. Look, look. All I'm saying is, like, those Maison cannons, they've got an orbit with their pink lasers. I mean, it all comes together. It all comes together. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, yeah. The- <laughs> K. Dick wasn't even, like, talking to God. The government was just fucking with him. As we said, there's not much difference anymore between God and the state. No, so. really? What's the difference? That's a very <laughs> fair point. All right. So, um, this is a minor school, so it does have only minor formula spells, but we've been kind of talking about some ideas for significant ones, yep. but we'll get, let's get into these minor ones written down first. Sure. So the first I got here is one called Incredible Bittersweet, which is one minor charge, and what this does is a single target is incredibly attracted to you, but all his or her friends hate you, and this lasts for an hour. This is a kind of like this is an influence spell, um, especially combined with some of the others. It's, it's a bit too PUA for my for my tastes with this school. Considering, well, I think that's probably where some of the school is coming from. Torque. Yes, but I think I th- it must have evolved into something more resonant because I think the PUA mentality leads to leads different directions. But I can see th- this school makes enough sense that it works with the symbolic tension, this spell. Um, so yeah, no, I think this is pretty solid. One mana charge. Yeah. I'm imagining a guy who like through P- uh, through PUA thought a very roundabout strategy he just becomes a a better and well adjusted human being. Like, alright, I need to peacock. 
Best way to do that is wear nice suits and have, like, a nice car and apartment. Best way to do that is to get a good job. Best. And best way to do that is do well interviews and do that. I need to develop myself as a person and ha- develop better social skills. And, I, and therefore, I need, I, need, I need to get into a, a, a committed relationship so I have some stability so I can peek up properly. Yes. There we go. There we go. We found the paradox. There we go. Every PU adept out there is happily married. <laughs> that makes sense because my idea of how PU adepts would work is that they they would charge off the um, the possibility of sex, but they wouldn't want like would like they wouldn't necessarily have to have sex to charge. They'd have to get the opportunity. They'd have to like yeah. that's it. So that would work. Well, actually. ideally, what it would be is like. Actually, you know, the ideal actually would be, like, you get the opportunity to have sex, but you don't actually do it. Yeah, that's it. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, you don't do it. You can't do it, or you don't do it. Um, and maybe that's the taboo, is having sex for the PU adept. Except if they've got, if you've got, if you're well, married. Well, yeah, no, it's the married. PU. It, I'm stuck in the superposition of pickup artist and Volcel. Yes. And through that, I've achieved enlightenment. That's right. I think they should be able to be happily married, though, because it adds a weird wrinkle. It's no, like, yes. it's funny. Well, you can be happily married without an active sex life. Plenty of people are. It's like this guy coming back, and his wife knows he's an adept, and she's just like, "Oh, hi, honey. How many? How much? How many did you pick up tonight? Oh, it's a good night. They're thirsty out there tonight." Well, Babe. I mean, the the of course the thing there is it'd be like a wingman deal. Right or like a kind of a unicorn thing, but this is they this back is the, out at the last second, and this is the kind of dangerous power couple that you need an ascended cuckold to break up yeah. because holy shit, um, this is this that's is, powerful. That's powerful. Uh, this is uh, like, you can also uh, lean into the semen no, retention thing. No, I think. You know, do you know that thing? Uh, no, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. It's a pu adept, and his wife is channeling the wife. <laughs> adept voice. My wife. My wife. She's the wife. My wife's the, the god wife. walker of the the god walker of the wife. Oh no! <laughs> With a pu adept oh, oh, that's that's a dangerous mix. That's powerful. That's yeah. That's dangerous shit. Uh, any any adept avatar power couples are a dangerous mix. Oh god, yeah. That's right. So we should, maybe we should yeah, maybe but, we should um, talk too too much shit about these ascended cuckolds because I'm I'm beginning to see their utility. It's all part of the ecosystem, right? Yeah, it's all it's Paul all part of the occult underground ecosystem. Right. You may not like great whites, but they still have to eat some of the nastier food. You know, you may not like spiders, but they eat flies. No. That's right. That's right. And these, as as I say, like, but you could also lean into the semen retention thing. Do you know this? This whole thing? I'm aware of... Yes, I'm very much aware of the whole... Well, I'm... Because, like, well, yeah, you see... I know that's something that you see in, like, a lot of, um, like, Eastern mystical traditions, right? But you're also starting to see this in, like, PUA circles where it's like, all right, definitely have sex, but you aren't allowed to come. There is a... There is a mystical... Because that's how you lose testosterone. There is a ritual um, that was detailed in uh, a book I've read. It was a translation of... Um, the works of a man named Ji Shaolan, who was like basically the Charles Fort of the Qing Dynasty. You told and me about this guy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me about this guy. Is he the guy who went around cracking all the ghosts? So- yes, yes. But he also was like he was an official yeah. in Xinjiang. He did like he he was like a whole guy. But he was very That's cool. 
he was very much of the Charles Fort type of like recording everything kind of like not not in the same yeah, attitudes yeah. but he was an interesting kind of fellow um, but he did have a story of a ritual or whatever it could be called of the cock's egg where where you would need to put a rooster in oh, like in a in an enclosure and just surround it with hens until the cock until all the young the young energy inside the rooster like built up so much because he just really wanted to fuck and it was so much young energy uh, because yin's all around and the young and and the Apollonian couldn't reach the Chthonian. It's 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 a twist. It's a twist, and it eventually would lay a. Where does the Dionysian come into all this? Oh, but it sounds more Dionysian to me, if anything. Well, Di- well, Di- Chthonian is just um, the word that Pagli used instead of Dionysian because Dionysian okay. has some uh, different connotations that you want to avoid. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, and I'd say those ha- are sim are similar, but they have a lot of overlap, but they're different. But I get you, yeah. Okay, Apollonian versus Chthonian. Okay, if, I, I do not want to yin yang. I do not want to answer the question of. Tell me the Tyanesianism of, like, the Qing Dynasty's occult underground, because we don't have all year, and <laughs> it will be quite the distraction. Yeah. But, yes, that was, like, a, yeah, something well. that could be created. The, the, eventually, the Yang energy would build up into what was uh, a cock's egg, which was a, a powerful thing. All right. Um, with, like, it, it's old magic. It's old, sort of, uh, authentic thaumaturgy. Uh, probably not talked about in those terms, but it was basically the same thing. But who knows if it still works? But that's something like the. You ever just like not nut so hard that it like builds up and calcifies, and you need to pass it like a kidney stone. Oh God! Oh God! That that's that, that's quite the ritual. That's quite the ritual you've got there, sir. Um, and it, it that would be exactly that would be a cock's egg. That would be a cock's egg. You would yeah. be applying this authentic. That's what the cock's egg actually is. It's just, it's just the this or it's like a pearl of pure orgone. Oh wow! Yeah, it is a pearl. Of, uh, fuck! That's 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 a MacGuffin. That's the <laughs> that's a MacGuffin if I've ever heard of one. Holy shit! Um, but what do you do with that? That's a seed that can't be planted. That's what you eat need. It, that's what. That's what you, you need. To, oh God, no, that's what you need to drive to Canada, dig a hole, and plant in the in the soil. Jesus Christ! Well, no, this goes in with a bunch of like shit in the Western folklore tradition too. Goose that lays the golden eggs, all that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And you notice how in those giant stories that goose never has a partner. That is a good point. I was assumed, yeah, it was a, it's an unfertilized egg, so you need to put, you need to bring the cock egg and the golden egg together, and then you get your mate to yeah. charge. That's how you get your mate to charge. Well, that's how, you create, that, that's how you create. Holy shit, it's a major That's charge ritual. We're going to get shot. It's a major That's charge ritual. That's how you create ritual. the rebus. Say again? Sexual yeah, rebus, yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. That's how you create the rebus. <laughs> then, you have to fe- then you have to find an avatar of the sexual rebus and say, Hey, can you eat these two weird eggs? They're like, fuck off. Oh, sure. <laughs> well, yeah, some would say sure. Can I salt them first? One of them's already <laughs> yeah, pretty I salty. Can. At least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I love finding what disturbs you. <laughs> We'll go through all this stuff. Where my boundaries are. <laughs> Your boundaries are so weird. Your boundaries are like, you were getting disturbed over me talking about, all oh, these are gross seats on the USS Enterprise. And I'm like, that's what gets you? Anyway, anyway. Listen, man. Listen. All right. Don't say shit until you've tried it. Or at least tried in, like, decent, significant quantities. That's why uh, I'm... All right, all right, all right. my nose at it. All right, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. You fuck right off. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I consider me told. Consider me told. All right. 
I still, re I remain regretful of nothing, but consider me told. No, no, that's fair. But like that—that's that—that's at least a boundary that I can explain. Yes, yes, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Here be dragons. Here be dragons. All right. Anyway. All right. So, um, back to the minor formula spells. Yep. Uh, the second one is nightclub walk, which is this formula instantly grabs the attention of everyone within line of sight. That lasts only a moment. That's one minor charge. And we were talking about. Another minor charge spell, maybe two, maybe one, well, is it the called pro my, my Walk problem, of Shame. My problem with this one was the fact that it was two PUA and it doesn't quite fit the symbolic resonance or the symbolic tension. All of these are kind of PUA. Yeah, I think that this makes well, I sense. Well, that ties in with the shame thing in a very potent way, yes, actually. Yes, yes. I think people would look at you with, like, um, they would see you as a transgressor and um, or a potential transgressor, and they would... Like that's how they you, their attention is moved to you. They're like, oh, a transgressor, but it's like a feeling, not like a, a like a. It doesn't that that word doesn't appear in their head. They Unless, just... well, you probably still have that a bit too with incredible bittersweet. But you know, some people are going to be like, ooh, a transgressor, and some people are going to be like, ooh, a transgressor, and, that, and that's it. Because it's, it's it's not just about grabbing everyone's attention. It's also about like quickly getting a read of the room. Uh, because some people are going to look at you yep. with disgust, some people look at you with like maybe even anger or guilt or shame, but some will look at it with like uh, interest, and those are your targets. Um, but it's not it's not enough to like it's not like spend magic to get magic because you need to do more to actually charge. But it it, it can it's a little help, it's a little push in the right direction, and also All useful right. in combat. So yeah, no, I like it. I like it. And, well, yeah, it's it's good to draw people's attention away, and I like it as another spell. That lets you target this on someone else. Yes. Which was the idea of Walk of Shame. Yes. Yes. It's a, I think it's the same spell. Same spell. Works on your... You can cast it on yourself. Yeah, or you maybe, cast yeah on same else. spell. Yeah. Yeah, that works. That works. I honestly like Walk of Shame better than Nightclub Walk. Yeah, Walk of Shame, I think. I think that's a better name for well, it. I th well, my theory is that this these particular document is based on possibly a McGeekian or someone the school was at its first stages, and now it might be different. I think probably... Walk of Shame, something like Walk of Shame is more likely to exist with modern, uh, yeah. contemporary uh, Ascendant Cockholds. That sounds about right. Sounds about right. All right. So next one we got here is Teflon Smile. That's three minor charges. Yep. What this one does is a single target forgives you for all your wrongdoings for an hour, and then afterwards they realize they've been hacked. Mm. We're kind of mis mixed on this one. I kind of see it. I know. I think it should relate to a stress gauge in some way. I think it should you know? delay a stress check. Gage, you know who you are. Gage. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. So, like, you delay self-checks for an hour? Yes. That's cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. Mm. But you can't use it on yourself. You can't use it no, on you yourself. Can't use you can't use it on others. It has to be something, like, you have to delay a self-check. Uh, it has to be related to you, I guess. I don't know how to quite word it, but maybe you can do it in general. No, I think any self-check is good. Mm. I think any self-check is good, because I think part of the, the, the sending cuckold is, you know, sort of the... The devil on your shoulder thing, right? Yeah, and also it's a short term, They're... short term like de delay of consequences or like the apprehension of those consequences yes. is really important. So yeah, no, exactly. that's exactly delay the self check. Yeah, that's good. All right, uh, next one is let it all out. That's three minor charges, and with this, that's the minor blast. And yep. we were talking for a significant blast. The idea that it's the similar scream, but with the minor charge, it just does damage equal to the sum of the dice, but. For this one, it'd be like a gunshot damage, right? Yep. Just full D100, but you can only target against target it against someone that you're actively cuckolding. Okay, this is how it works. This is how it works, right? Um, yep. 
it it depending how well you want to target it depends like how many charges you're willing to spend like you could uh, you could only target someone that you're actively cuckolding or like or someone that's in the relationship that you're actively cuckolding so if for example you if you're sleeping with the wife and the husband's coming at you with a knife you could spend three minor charges to hit him with the blast if you've only got two minor charges no no two sick charges rather you can hit him with three sick charges you can you spend six charges hit him with a blast if you've got two sick charges you you can you try to hit him with the blast and there's a 50 50 chance whether it's going to hit him or the wife and if you've only got one sick charge and you want to cast it it could hit you or him or her it's like a it's like a proxy thing that works. it's proxy and it's like it's something that is it's a bit cheeky and weird, but it's something that... It means your blast works even if you don't have enough SIGs, but you're rolling the dice, and it might hit you uh, if you've only got the one SIG. But you might... If the guy's coming at you with a steak knife, you might want to take the... You might want to take roll the dice, and because it's very callous, um, you're protecting yourself. Uh, the, bo- the more... Well, and I like the SIG charge dynamic, because this means that... You need to ha- to use it against because the whole idea is to get a sick charge. You need to break off this relationship. Yes, right? yes. So, but it might not be the same relationship. It might charge, not be. The, you might be using the magic. Yeah, it has to be a different one. I think. Yeah, right. Because that's one. the thing. Once you break off that relationship, you can't get minor charges from them anymore. That's it. I think. I think because a lot of these kind of guys are going to be having. Um, they're going to have like multiple like scams on the go, multiple kind of relationships on the go. Yeah. Um, exactly. Like spending the days breaking up a police, a pair of police partners, and spending their nights breaking up a couple of marriages and things like that. Yeah, it makes sense that you'd have to apply it to someone else. It's like you're taking the, man- the energy from destroying one marriage and using it to damage, um, in more real terms, someone in another. So yeah, no, that works in a fucked up way. That works. Yeah, it works very well. All right, and then the last one we got here is. You're free now. This is four mana charges, and what this does is it affects one victim for an hour, and for that hour, they forget everyone they know and the details of their own life. But, you know, they keep all their skills and facts about the world in general, but uh, they don't know anything about, and they remember nothing about their own life. And I think the way you'd handle this in the framework of the third edition rules is just for the span of that hour, all their relationships are treated as zero. I think that works really well because they don't have any relationships to lean on. But then again, the spell does make them feel comfortable. They don't mind that they have no memory. They're just sort of like out of it. Um, it sort of reminds yeah. me, I listened to a... How it work? I listened to this podcast once about... A, and it was an interview with a woman who'd suffered uh, a traumatic traumatic like uh, head injury. And, and like how she recovered slowly from it and she got all her faculties back. But what she thought was the weirdest thing was that while she was like recovering, but like she had massive head, head, massive head injury and she had much reduced like uh, cognitive capacity, but she me- remembered it as being not traumatic as being because she didn't have the cognitive capacity to feel trauma about it. Trauma, she just, yeah. But she was aware of herself and aware of things, but um, it was feeling very peaceful. And I'm was it her long term or her short term memory that were fucked up? It was like it was her cognitive capacity. It was like it was a whole bunch of things um, because I think I believe that okay. from what I remember, like she did for to have a full recovery, and she was talking about how at the time it was much more traumatic for people that she was close to than it was for her because she just didn't have the cognitive capacity to like consider how fucked up her situation was, which was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. And as it meant that, oh god, I'm reminded. I'm fucking reminded of you I'm reminded of that one quantum leap bit. 
Oh no! I know the. I hear the. You know which one I'm talking I about? <laughs> With the mirror. Not gonna quote it. Not gonna quote it. <laughs> yes, I yeah. do know. Um, we can cut this out, but yeah, that's that's immediately where my mind went. But <laughs> you're, you're a terrible man. It is kind of like that. It's that is the thing. It's like her description of it. Her the thing was it, it was really traumatic for people that were there because she was there and not there at the same time because she couldn't remember like in jokes. She couldn't remember details. She couldn't remember like the aspects of their relationship. Wow. Uh, that they had, which was much more traumatic for the other person than for her, because she didn't have the at the time she had the cognitive uh, capacity. Yeah, she doesn't think a, she doesn't realize there's a problem there. Exactly, and it made it, it does. Do make, you remember how long it took for her to recover? I can't remember. It was a while ago I listened to it, but it, it took like months, months actually, from what I remember. Oh wow, and, that's not even that bad. Like you know, it still sucks, but it could be years. Yeah, ago. but she she did mention that the process, like it was, it became more traumatic the more she got her cognitive capacity back it was like a sort of um yeah. it was a reverse flowers you for algernon situation wrong. <laughs> so, yeah. it was reverse flowers for algernon um as you as she started to as the pennies slowly dropped about her situation so even though it was getting better it felt worse which i think is interesting and i feel that that would be might be similar to this that in the in the, when a person is like forgets everyone he knows he or she knows and all details about their own life but retain all their skills and facts of the world no relationships nothing they just cut off and they're like this like placid bubble of just information that you can easily interrogate by being like hey do you know where alex abel lives oh yeah no uh, there's a lot of great uses for that spell these are cool formula spells i like these a lot they're thematic and you know you can see easily the applications within the framework of the school and out in situations outside of you know just acquiring more charges yep yep that makes sense it makes sense now let's look into like what other significant spells could have been developed so let's go through them a little bit like in like briefly whether you think it's likely or not like we've got alter significant perception do you think that's something that could have that pop up well think in terms of i guess related terminology and how to turn that into spells right mm. Well, I, I, I want to go through it this way because it is. I think it's going to be easier. But like, we have to link. Uh-huh. We have to link it in with the, you know, the symbolic tension, the symbolic resonance. Uh, and I'm not sure. Like this is about like we need causing a grand illusion for a very short period that will encourage someone. It's linked to short-term bad decisions or short-term emotional decisions over long-term, yeah. like uh, stability or needs or such things. There could be something that alters significant perception to that extent. But hmm. maybe, maybe with like random magic, you could turn like the edge of a cliff face into like a vision of like the of the the steps of uh, what is it uh, of like I figured there's some stuff that could be done far as eroticizing yeah either the transgression of commitments yep. or commitment itself hmm. right like get it. Setting something up so that you get really turned on signing the new lease of a house. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah, you, you can like you can make someone be tempted, sexually tempted to do something that isn't sexual at all. Um, and to, yeah, to, maybe that's more of a minor charge thing, but maybe. I can definitely see that as a formula spell. That's something because it's not forcing anyone to do anything. It's just making them temporarily. No. Just hot. the idea is really hot. I'm hot for house lease. Um, yeah. It could also be. Oh God, buying a new car. It could also yeah, be that the the, tran- the uh, transgressor is a probably a good like nickname for these guys. Um, yeah. But th- for the uh, 
a separate uh, cuckold, they might be able, maybe just with random magic, to alter the perception of themselves to their victim. Um, to be like, oh my god. You could easily do that. You could easily use that to just, like, help someone get their life together. Yeah, you just could. Just by eroticizing it. Like, alright, it's gonna be really hot if you sign up for these classes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, although oh, the previous one, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking more of the, the horrible applications of, like, having a happy marriage where the, the someone's just like, oh, I was I was so happily married, but then I, I saw her across the room. The, 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 the um... The fox girl across the room didn't know they could really exist. I didn't know monster girls were real. Um, or go like oh, that. God. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. a variant school. It's a variant school, or maybe not, or maybe it's like a particular thing. But I could see it, if if not as a spell as random magic. I could see the Lamia as like an avatar. The Lamia actually, honestly. yeah, the Lamia is a way better example. I should have used the Lamia, yeah, because that ties into. But that seems like an avatar thing than a. Well, that that mix of sexuality and danger and mystery, you know, well, this catonic is, shit, right? The femme fatale, um, which hasn't really fully written up. Yeah, but it's in a more explicitly violent connotation, you well, know? Femme fatale has explicit violence connotated, like, uh, the femme fatale is... Well, so implicit, yes. It, it's that she's risky, it's not that she can actively kill you. I disagree. Usually. Yeah, usually, but there is an element of like f- fatal is in the name, and it's often like, especially yes, in yes, noir exactly. and like spy fiction and like various depictions of. Well, yeah, but it's usually more that she's like mysterious, and I guess this ties into you don't think that the naked goddess archetype is works with the femme fatale. I kind of do. I just yeah, I don't. And I don't. I think that the mystery is different. I think the femme fatale is it's it's a femme fatale. It's a dangerous woman. I think especially in the. I think especially in the sphere of eroticism, risk and mystery are often one and the same. That's true. That's true. I don't know. I still I don't know. I just don't I just don't think the naked goddess is the femme fatale. I think that because not even from the description um of what the naked goddess tape is and her career, there's nothing about the life of the woman who became the naked goddess that makes me think, oh, sex and danger. It seems it's sex and exploitation and objectification and all these things. And I think it's a different archetype because and why else? Yeah. Like her public and image lack of identity. Her public image was nothing. You don't to have do an identity, you only have a sexuality. That's right. So that's not the femme fatale. That's not the femme fatale. The femme yeah, fatale is the unity fair. unity sex and death. Sex and death. Um, anyway. I mean, they're the same fucking thing. You're reading Paglia right now. Uh, You're talking to me like those are two different fucking things. I would... Uh, <laughs> I'm putting up. I'm, this is, I, I, I'm fully... Paglia is behind me on this. Um, anyway. Now, I don't think... It's all just dark holes. <laughs> it's all dark holes with you. Um, okay, alter significant tangible objects. I don't think this is... I think this is all about perception. It's not, it's not um, tangible magic, I don't think. In my opinion, unless you disagree. Yeah, um, and I think it, it like the, I'd say the key things in this school of symbology are eroticism and commitment and guilt. I'd say. Yep. Maybe there's like a ritual, significant ritual spell where you can provoke a very strong helplessness or isolation sure. check. Sure. In the person being cuckolded while you are sleeping with uh, their partner, and they have no idea of the source. They just get this overwhelming feel of dread. I wouldn't have it the same person. I would say you could take their anxiety and give it to someone else. Like, you can tap into that second That's anxiety. really good. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah. I it's, like that a lot. You can transplant any anxiety they have. Yes. And, like, and, and, but give it that... And I think 
Well, a lot of the school is kind of putting yourself at risk, and that kind of works with that, because you need to have that anxiety be there to transplant it, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, it would be it would be taking the that sort of classic um, emasculation, incel, cuck um, anxiety and giving yeah. it to someone about something for which it's not appropriate, like an upcoming job interview or something like that. They feel they're getting... Oh, God, what if I cu- get cucked out of this job? <laughs> what if I get cucked out of this job? Yeah, it's, it's, that's, that, that makes more sense to me. There. Yeah, that way, I like it. He's like, there's this big buff dude that's also in line for the interview, and this guy just keeps look, staring at him with hate in his eyes. He's like, what's going on with this dude? No, it, it's the big buff dude who's like looking at this small, nevish dude oh, and feeling like, oh god, I'm going to be cucked by this guy at this job interview. Oh god. Look, this guy's, this guy's resume must be fucking impeccable. I can't compete. Look at that. Look at the, look at the girth on that resume. Oh god, it's in a folder? Oh god, he did he did this himself in InDesign? Oh as layout? There's a portfolio? And they and they end up you end up with someone who's really into CVT. Well, and then you combine that with the other spell we were just talking about, so you eroticize failing your job interview. Don't you ignore my joke about curriculum vitae torture. I did not get that. I did not. I, 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 I heard CBT, and I'm like, wait, CB. I heard CBD. I was like, what the fuck does this have to do with, with fucking cannabinoids? What? No. Oh, you really are from California. CBT. Well, okay, curriculum. Like, how am I going to be like CV? Oh, okay, curriculum vitae. Okay, see, I'm putting it together now. It <laughs> only took me 30 fucking seconds. <laughs> Oh, enjoy the CVT. And audience, this is how the sausage is made. This is how the sausage is made. I use that analogy um, deliberately, (laughs) advisedly. All right. What are some other fun ones? Um, What are some other interesting spells that involve commitment? I've got here. We got here. Fix more damage, maybe, but eh. Um, Yeah. Forbiddance. Like you're trying to like. Here's an idea. Here's an idea. Mm. That's a bit meta, but meta's good. What? If there's something that, like, a spell that prevents you from advancing your identity, mm. one of your identities, but that... you also can't take penalties to it. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, maybe. But what's the symboli- symbolism there? Well, it's it's the commitment. Like, okay, you're committing to yourself as you currently are. Oh, yeah. And that can't be disrupted. That's that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, you could also maybe you could damage miles. I'm just trying to do commitment here. Like that's the key, key thing I'm kind of having, and things that like you have to commit to an uh, aspect of your character, and it helps you, but also hinders you in certain ways. You could fuck with uh, objectives too that way. Yeah, you could definitely fuck with objectives. Like slow it down, or like yeah, char. Every time you, uh, you just get deep erotic satisfaction every time you hit a milestone. Yeah. No, it, 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 in mechanical terms, if it's done with the war game, it means, um, like, at the end of the session, like, it's like, okay, okay, you guys want to roll the milestone? Okay, um, who wants to roll it? Um, yeah, yeah, take a self-check. <laughs> <laughs> take a self-check before you roll that. Who wants to roll it? Because you have to take a self-check to roll those dice. <laughs> well, you could do that against other people. And the other fun thing is you could easily do that for, like, um, other people outside of the Cabal. You yep. could make them eroticizing, helping you complete your objective. That's right. That's right. Just like that's lots of terrible ways that could. No, that's fun though. That's fun because it's uh, yeah, it's um, it could be used in lots of different ways. No, I like it. 
That's a that's a good sig, I think. I think that's a good significant charge spell. How about interact um, with the unnatural? Is there anything we could do with that? How can you cuckold the unnatural? Um, you during your next sexual encounter, you squirrel away to the astral plane. Nah, it's a bit obvious. It's always just uh, yeah, I agree, but it has to be something that's like um, what's something that's do to do with commitment? Something to do with long term thing? I don't know. I think demons are kind of tied up in that. But everything it's always sense. it's always demons. Or I at, at the demons. very least, um, well, or at the very least, revenants, right? Revenants, maybe. Um, you committed because it's an urge. That, but they they're all about urge bands. Or I don't know. It's not really commitment because they're all. Then urge. what is then this entire school is about urge? I know. That's the whole point. It's urge, overwhelming, long term. Yeah, no, there's a one. It's like, all right. That's why. I th- that's um, why I think. I think it's too much on the same wavelength. I think it's too much on the same harmony that it might. Well, not. what I'm saying what it could be is like you curse someone so that if they die under particular circumstances within a certain time frame, they are guaranteed to turn into a revenant. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Who's with a particular urge? What's an entity that is? Or, or another one is if you can somehow engineer the creation of a revenant, you get to pick their urge. Yeah. If you can, if you can fuck, if you can fuck a room of renunciation, destroy their relationship with their agent. All right, sure. There we go. Sure. That's, I was like, what, what's 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 some commitment in the unnatural? Our rooms All and their right. agents. <laughs> All room. right. You have to like you. You got your your cabal mate is stuck in the room. You have to find your way in to fuck it. You gotta fuck your. You and gotta you have, fuck, help you have, them fuck their way out. And you have to seduce the room of renunciation somehow, somehow. Or it might be you have to set up like a proxy uh, between like a real person and the room. So it's like that. Oh, we wouldn't know this, but there's an episode of Doctor Who where the TARDIS becomes a woman for stupid reasons, and the Doctor can talk to the TARDIS as if there was a person. But it could be like that, but it's a room of renunciation. So for a for a. A brief. You could turn. Oh God! I just. Uh, I know someone that this could relate to. Yeah. Tenebrae, mm. the shadow, unloved, dead. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So it could be like, all right, you can you can curse someone that you're cuckolding so that when they if they die, they turn into a tenebrae. Oh yeah, yeah. That's 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 fucked. That's evil. That's evil. But yeah, no, that's that's fucked up. And so is the school in a lot of ways. It doesn't have to be, but it definitely leans towards that way. It, I can see it. Pro- it I can see this yeah. school being. It's easier to do some dark side. This is the dark tantra, um, but you can. Yeah. I don't think it's impossible to be. This is definitely the left hand path. It's left. <laughs> you know all about that. Um, no, yeah, I know. That's why I don't like. I don't. I kind of want to bring it. I feel like this could fit into carnals, but you know, sort of the I, less we say about carnals, the better. I think. I just don't. Yeah, the tunnels are just. You could just probably get rid of carnals. Like that's your thing. You just... I could see them done well in very, 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 very specific circumstances. I, with a very, very specific group. I think you should have added just a random spell, like just a very shortly described spell in Pravaturgy. Like you could just jack off and dispel carnals. They just disappear. They just. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what's what's the euphemism for jerking off that I can use to name that spell? Um, Begone cock. I don't from know. once you came, you uh, shall remain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, from once you came. <laughs> that ties in well with the whole Buddhist uh, monk thing that I got going on there, yep. and the whole thing of them fighting demons and shit. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that would that be works the... actually. Yeah, 
and I like the idea of just being like the the yeah, being the privateers going around being like, get out of here, you gross thing from two weeks. You don't like the privateers, but they are the only guys who know how to exercise carnals. So. That's right. Like, how how do you defeat some terrible monster from 2E? Oh, you bring in the fan-made, like, 3E wizard. Yes. Makes sense. 3, the 3E wizard that deals the same sort of fucked up shit. Yeah. I'm admittedly biased towards it, because, um... I know, th- maybe this is a bit far mood, but... Silent Hill is one of my favorite game series. Sure. And 2 especially deals with a lot of that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, two of the main monsters are literally... Are basically carnal. I mean, fuck more than that, honestly. Pyramid Head being the big one, but um, did you ever play that? I never played it. I just know it from Osmosis. It's not from Osmosis. Um, and one of the bosses, like uh, one of the other people walking around the fucked up hell world, is like this, um, you know, this adult woman who's also going through some fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. And one of the bosses is kind of her Pyramid Head, but it looks like the monster basically looks like a bed frame with a large masculine figure over a smaller feminine figure. And, you know, it kind of goes around, walks, runs around as a quadruped, and you need to fight. You know, that's kind of textbook carnal to me. I think you can do stuff with it. You just I'm need sure. to be it's just real not, fucking careful. It's just not presented in a very good way. Um, yeah, well, in the way that's presented, it's just, yeah, the, the most edgy. Ugh. Yeah, yeah like, it's gross. You know, you can, it's it's not well done. But um, Tenebrae, I think Tenebrae is really good. Tenebrae, yeah. the whole unloved dead thing. That works perfect. That works. Um, and ties in with the unnatural well. Now, look, um, looking at the other stuff, I don't think... I think we've got, like, probably enough things at this point to, like, just, like, fill out the school. I'm looking at the others, I'm like, eh. There's going to be some stress checks and probably some significant stress checks, but it'll be this sort of thing. Yeah. I think, like, what we've, like, put out there... I can't be bothered, like, developing this into a real school um, in terms of the war game, but I think... We- no, but ideally one of our listeners will... And that's the great thing about the show. It means we don't have to do the. That's right. That's right. Uh, we just um, call it. We. Uh, it's. It's. This is the secret. We just idea guy for two hours, and hopefully something comes out of it. That's right. Because we're both like um, very avid watchers of Oprah Winfrey and Selena, and we've we've followed the secret for a while. We Dude, that takes up a lot of time. It yeah. does take up a lot of time. That's what, what we do. When do you we... have any idea how much occult powers in both of those? Do you have any idea how many charges I've gotten from Oprah? Probably quite a few, but that's um that's why you're that's why that's why you're in trouble with Mac Attack sometimes. But uh, yeah. never mind about that. Um, is there any more for Sigs? Because I don't know. I think this is good. Well, I guess the last thing to add on here is what would you do with a major charge of this? Like lots. Of, if you were trying to like uh, legalize polygamy, I think a major charge would help along that line. That would work. Yeah, that would work. Especially if there was a. Maybe because it'd be well, it might you might just have to, you might not be able to do it like fully, but you could make it more. You could definitely push the 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 needle of the zeitgeist in that direction because it would be too easy for yeah. them because they would have done it already because it's too it's such a good source of charges. Um, you could get a country to you could get someone to like a country's national policy to do something real dumb for short-term gain, forgetting about, like, their long-term plans. Uh, it might not work on the United sure, States because the United States does that anyway. Break international law. Yeah. It might work in a country... Well, like- obviously, that's where most of the major charges are going. It's not going towards legalizing polygamy. It's going towards pushing the United States to do dumb shit in mm-hmm. the geopolitical... in the sphere of geopolitics. Fuck. In the sphere of geopolitics. Yep. 
in other places like like uh, uh like was it was the Yuga, I think the Yugoslav War and our intervention in it that was caused by an ascended cuckold. I wonder. I wonder. Maybe maybe there's some link. Maybe was there some link between uh, a long term a long gambit between the link of it, the breakup of Prince Charles and Princess Diana's marriage um, with that's, eventual that's Brexit. That's another good one. Break up. <laughs> Break up a prominent, yeah. prominent celebrity marriage, and and it, um, and you saw the ball rolling that becomes Brexit. That was some some uh, ascended cuckold gammon out there. Um, maybe eroticize maybe. a particular sort of legal institution and contract in the popular consciousness. Oh, you could definitely like do some like stuff with like um, making a certain like uh, fantasy or fetish become more norm- not normalized but like common. Like the whole like oops, yeah, yeah that or just introduce a new one. Like, all right, I wanna, I want everyone to think that, um, God, I don't know. Uh, I want everyone to think that signing a new lease is as hot as I do. You know, that's or or you could make something more taboo. Like now, I'm imagining ascended cuckold who's that's like who is a ter- is a cuckold, but they are they have personally very strong religious views, and they're thinking like I'm only doing this in order to so I can assert traditional values, and so they're targeting happy couples who aren't happy that they shouldn't be happy according to the prejudices of the of the of the adepts. Like that that's a, that's quite a villain. That's an interesting villain. Well, it, yeah, like the other thing would be like, all oh, right, they want to de they may they want to make the they want to send the whole eroticism the cuckold back underground, yeah, or to just remove have the term cuck become passe, yeah, yeah, it's kind of heading to that destroy one. the cuckolds. I must cuck. Oh, so it's it's an adept of a school that is self-loathing and is trying to use major charges to destroy. The social fabric which allows allows the school to even exist. Either that, or they're trying to um, like they're they're justifying this to themselves in terms of it being part of some greater purpose. Yeah, no, I can see that. I like lots of adepts are going to have that sort of mentality of like, yeah, me doing it is 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 justified because I want it. It's to- okay when I do it. Or it's just like no, it's, it's okay when I do. It. Or it's not okay, but my goal is to stop anyone from doing it ever again. Like that's that's the kind of shit that, yeah. uh, like a, a person. This is the kind of cognitive dissonance that people live on. So yeah. Oh yeah, adepts especially. Adep, the whole thing is charged by cognitive dissonance. That's the core sort of. That's the core source of tar- charging in general. I mean, it's not it's not torture if the if the guy's probably a terrorist. Especially. It's, Emphasis on the probably. Emphasis on the probably. If it's at least a, if it's at least fifty point one, that makes it okay. Well, he was in the wrong place. <laughs> if you didn't, that's why we need to put him in an even wronger place named Gitmo. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Just making this clear. All right. Make, well... make, making our sarcasm clear in case Twitter's listening. All right. Um, or in case the Ted Pro from Twitter uh, is listening. No, Tormson's <laughs> lying. We're actually both avid avid neoconservatives. And are still strong supporters of Afghanistan and the Iraq War. No, no, no. You are. This is recorded from Gitmo, <laughs> and <laughs> you're the guy. Oh God! You <laughs> set us up here again. That's why this place is so cramped. I was wondering why I recognize this broom closet. Every every listeners every now and then he just pulls the wet cloth off my face and goes, "Time to record the podcast." And I'm like, "All right, yes, sir." 
Waterboarding ain't fun. I had my friends do that to me once halfway. I would not recommend I, it. I I didn't need the I didn't need the disrecommendation, but I'll I'll take it on board. I had not planned my I had not planned any waterboarding for my weekend. So yes. Well, you can kind of do it to yourself halfway if you just put like a face cloth over your face in the shower and just you know close your eyes and walk under the walk under the nozzle. Is it, is it, there's a sign- It's not quite it. It's not quite it because you aren't being held down. But does immediately trigger your drowning reflex. It's pretty pretty uncomfortable, actually. That's like, does it? <clears throat> do you have to? Do, if, what if you if you sit on the cloth for a while? Does it work better because you think it's someone else's cloth? I don't know. I asphyxiation doesn't do it for me anymore. I can All it does it for me now is autoerotic waterboarding. This, this is privateurgy. This is privateurgy. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a good note to end on, everyone. That's um, right. Unless you have anything to close out on, Thompson. Um, no. Um, I do think this was uh, very interesting, despite some technical issues before. Um, interesting topic. Yes. I would recommend... Well, that's the alternate universe's problem. That's right. Fuck those guys. Um... We will go into more yeah. at, at a future point. I think, like, I want to get into more unnatural phenomena, but I also like the stuff by Ted Pro. It's interesting. There's some more things in here I want to look at. At we some point, we need to delve further into the Ted Pro mythos. I right. agree wholeheartedly, yeah. and we will be doing that. I assure you. The um, the Ted Pro extended universe. <laughs> the Ted Pro extended universe is voluminous and immensely powerful. The woman finally goes like, well, I, uh, well, there must be some way we can work this out. And the, the, but then the guy is on the hoverboard, and he, he's just like having a great time on the hoverboard. <laughs> and then the guy, the, 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 the supposed alpha male, who is not in control of the scene, he has because they understand cuckold craft, they understand porn craft, they don't understand stagecraft, and they don't understand the effect of a fucking hoverboard.